Welcome back to the Inspiring School Counselors podcast. And thanks for listening to this podcast featuring amazing school counselors from around the country like yourself. I'm Matt Fleck with the nonprofit Inspire Success. Our host, Amy Porteous, once again chats with an awesome school counselor of the year. Today, it's high school counselor Christina Tillery, who begins her conversation with Amy, talking about how she became a school counselor. I began as a classroom teacher. I was a history teacher for four years in a rural county. And I really enjoyed my program, um, obviously so much. I go, I went back to the same program to get the um, PhD. But um, what I felt was starting to grow at the time was this more like culturally responsive, culturally um, competent school counseling component while I was in the program. And now um, in 2023, there is so much wonderful work, scholarship and literature around how to be these um, culturally competent, culturally responsive, anti-racist school counselors. And one thing about our, our master's program, um, I feel that we are giving our school counselors and training um, a lot of information and giving them a chance to practice that information so they can go work in um, diverse populations and support all students. So I'm really excited for our school counseling field to grow in, in that manner. So that's great. And, and I, I think you're correct that like that's kind of the norm now that we talk about those things. Yeah. About those of us who have been in the field for a little while and maybe our school counseling program didn't do that. Do you have any resources, books, trainings that we should look at if we if we agree with you that culture responsive is someplace that we need to grow? Yeah, so I definitely want to just highlight um, Dr. Cheryl Holcomb McCoy um, at American University. Uh, she has two wonderful books that please don't make me recite the names of them right now. But um, it's like anti-racist anti school counseling um, and definitely interrupting racism um, that was written by two practicing school counselors, um, Alicia Oglesby and Rebecca Atkins. That book our school counseling specialist for our school district, she used that as our, our, our yearly book for the past year. And so and that was, you know, it was written by practitioners for practitioners. So not only do you get like a little bit of historical context, but you get the how to. And yeah. I think especially for, you know, those of us who've been out of school for a while, um, those who are currently practicing, I need the how to. <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. So, yeah, so we can kind of implement it um, in a diligent and ethical way. So I, I, off the top of my head, those are like the price. Yeah. Yes. Well, I would tell you that the interrupting racism that you are the second guest in like six weeks that has recommended that book. So oh, I think we better put that at the top of our list. Sounds like a good one. It's a it's a not easy. It's an easy read as in it's easy to digest. Like I said, it was written by practitioners for practitioners. That's rare sometimes in our field. We get a lot of scholarly with academic lingo. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yes. And then we can make the data live a little bit in a book like this. Right. Instead, it's, it, it, it's helpful, isn't it? That's awesome. What's one suggestion you would give school counselors from the things you've learned, both as a school counselor of the year and as an expert in the field? If you had one suggestion, you would say, school counselors, you need to know this. What would it be? I guess I'll wrap everything up into build community, mm -hmm. build community at your school, build community with your students, build community with the community, the parents and the guardians, sure. um, the community partners, build community with each other. Yeah. Um, I tell our graduate students, uh, school counselors and trainers, that it can be easy to do this work alone. Yeah. Just fall into isolation, stay in your office, 
and especially in high school, just sit here on this laptop and just type, 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 respond, respond, respond. But if you truly want to be the school counselor that you learned about, that you dreamed of, you have to have that strong community and just with everyone. And I think that has, that's what has helped me get this far. Yeah. Every student can reach their personal definition of success. And I had to add that personal definition of success. I, I told my grad students about a time where, I, you know what, you come out of your school counseling master's program and you're like, all right, you know, you had your career career counseling course that you probably hopefully took and got got into the high school and like, all right, college going, you know, we're going to have all of these kids go to college. And I had a young person, one of my seniors, you know, academically great kid, personable, um, great personality. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, you're destined to go to college. And I'm just like, all right, let's just, what schools do you want to apply to? This is our senior meeting. We have those like typically October, early in school year. And this young person, just as kind and as just considerate as possible, um, they called me Tills. Tills, I don't, I don't want to go to college. I was like, what do you mean? What? Why do you want to go to college? Is it the money? Or what are you worried about? I mean, we can find scholarships. You know, I can do the best I can. I know the money is a big um, barrier for a lot. No, no, it's not that. Um, I am, I'm in an electrician technical program. I have an apprenticeship. They're going to set me up with a job um, after I graduate. And I was like, oh, here, you, this is something that you're passionate about. This is what you want to do. You've already taken steps towards it. And here I am trying to enforce yeah. my definition of success onto you. And oh, it was it was a pleasant slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it, it made me realize that, you know, a lot of our students, they're, you know, they're not these helpless beings. Right. Um, they have ideas. They have a lot of them do have their own pathway. And and how do I support that? And that's yeah. where, and that's how I should come in instead of enforcing yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my absolutely. ideas. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's my, that's my big, how I guide my practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. I remember uh, sitting with a student who told me, I want to be a mom. I'm like, mm-hmm. how can I tell you that that's not okay? Right. Of course you want yeah. to. Be. So again, top of the class didn't didn't want to go to college and mm-hmm. it was it was a I like that pleasant slap in the face to yeah. say <laughs> not everybody looks like me or wants to do what I do okay that that makes yeah. sense right all right, all right. And, and we need that reminder we do we do good lesson learned good lesson learned hey we like to end our podcast with some rapid fire questions so I'm all just right, let's do it. Uh-huh. throw something at you and you're gonna give me your first thought okay oh okay <laughs> all right here we go what song or activity helps you deprocess after a long day Napping. <laughs> you said rapid first thing. <laughs> I did. That is it. That's what you're looking for. I take a nap. <laughs> That's good. What's the most unusual or unique item in your office right now? Most unique or weird. I have a little bongo drum over here <laughs> that for some reason the kids love. They come in here and just like I'm on the eyeless mind, <laughs> but <laughs> I think Probably that's at your piece level, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> like, okay, sometimes you just drum it out, I guess, but I'll, I'll take that as it attracts them. They yes. like it. <laughs> if you could meet one famous person dead or alive, who would it be? 
who, who, I don't even want to meet anybody. I, I definitely believe in not meeting your idols. <laughs> but I guess I, I mean, I would meet, I would love to talk to Harriet Tubman because girl, how did you? <laughs> yeah. That's, I have questions because she's brave and that's just like always been the epitome of just braveness to me. So I would like to ask her some questions and sit down with her. <laughs> and just one more beach house or mountain cabin? Beach house, put me by the water. <laughs> love it. Love it. You did a good job. No, thank you. Oh, that was so much fun. I'm glad I did it. I was nervous. <laughs> oh, heavens no. Not at all. Thank you for being with us. And I really do appreciate um, spending some time with you today. I want you to keep doing what you're doing because you're making a difference. Oh, thank you so much. This was a great way to start my morning. Christina gave us links to the great resources she mentioned today, and you can find those on our podcast website, which is inspiresuccess.org slash podcast, where you'll also find many other awesome resources from past podcast guests. Well, that's it for us. Good luck as you wrap up the school year. And a quick reminder that we're also wrapping up the podcast this summer, unless we can secure support from an additional sponsor. So if you know of any organization that might be interested, we are all ears. Thank you in advance and have a great week.